that pasta I made last night, I don't think I can duplicate it, and I'm really sad about that fact. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because it was kind of a mishmash of different things. Like I, the bell peppers, okay, the bell peppers and regular tomatoes that were in it were um, like at the edge of not being good. So I know that had something to do with it. The um, the sun dried tomatoes that I put in it and the pesto that I put in it, the the amounts, <laughs> I just literally emptied the rest of the container. That was just one of those that I was that I was going through. Then I used, remember the oven garlic roasted, uh, gar- uh, the oven roasted garlic that I did uh-huh. in the foil? Yeah, I, so I uh, eliminated the last of that. So now I'm sitting here and it's like, okay, I need to be able to duplicate that. It was so good. <laughs> right? I you didn't, you I didn't, didn't like it? No, <laughs> I didn't really enjoy it. Wow. Uh, okay, you're allowed. But I did. Everybody else did. That's okay. So it could also just be one of the things from my period or being sick or mm. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a buttercream sauce, so it was pretty good. I liked it, and everything I just added into it just kept making it better and better. And it has asparagus and had you know just so many veggies. It was just so ridiculous. Like the most unhealthy thing in it was the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is what it is. And I hope you feel better today. <laughs> I do. So, and, uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm happy about that. We had everybody over. Got everything needed that we needed to do. So, that was good. I was, you know, we got to run around. Um, could not. Okay, so, I uh, went to uh, Steel Mill out here for... Uh, getting the dog food, the taste of the wild, mm-hmm. and they were supposed to get it on Monday. So I was like, okay, cool. So it's Wednesday, or you know, I was like, yeah, no big deal. They should have it by now. Nope, they didn't have it. And I asked him, he's like, yeah, they're supposed to show up on Monday. They never did. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I don't know if there's a shortage or what's going on. And I was like, all right. So then I went to um, Jacksonville. And went to Atwoods, and first they had moved everything, so they rearranged the store. The store is rearranged right now, so, and I couldn't believe that David and Amber, they've never been to an Atwoods, and I'm like, wow, okay, so I'm showing you something new, like you've lived in Texas pretty much your life, so, all right. So, took them through there, and and, uh, they had moved it, but the space for the uh, Taste of the Wild brand that I get was gone. It was empty. And I was like, okay. So I had to get a different kind. We'll see how the dogs react to that. So I got the different canine blend. I didn't get the salmon one because it said smoke-flavored salmon. And I, that means that it's probably artificial and, you know, it doesn't need to be. So, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But with that, good morning and welcome to the morning grind of the Super Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So how many national days do we have today? Two. All right. Go for it. This one is, it's National Peach Cobbler Day. So mm. National Peach Cobbler Day on April 13th each year recognizes a delicious dessert that originated during the 19th century. Unable to make traditional suet? 
suet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Suet puddings, due to lack of suitable ingredients and cooking equipment, the settlers instead covered a, a stewed filling with a layer of uncooked plain biscuits or dumplings fitted together. When the dish is fully cooked, the surface has an ap- the appearance of a cobbled street. The name may also derive from the fact that the ingredients are cobbled together. Some cobbler recipes resemble a thick-crusted, deep-dish pie with both top and bottom crust. In 2007, the world's largest peach cobbler was made at the Georgia Peach Festival. It consisted of 90 pounds of butter, 150 pounds of sugar, 150 pounds of flour, 32 gallons of milk, and 75 gallons of peaches. To know the most expensive part of that right now would be the milk. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so, to observe National Peach Cobbler Day, make some homemade peach cobbler. What's nice is it can be made from fresh, frozen, or canned peaches and still taste amazing. Yeah, I actually do love peach cobbler. I really do. It's one of those feel-good things, especially like when it's warm and it has a scoop of real vanilla ice cream over the top, just melting through it, and I'm just kind of in that race to <laughs> eat the the ice cream soup, which was honestly my first, you know, recipe ever. <laughs> so, but yeah, I love cobblers. I, cobblers are amazing. I you know, so it's, it's kind of interesting to know that it would come from suet. So they they didn't have something that was much more, um, I don't know, just just bitter <laughs> in my mind. So you know, then then that and to go over to peach cobbler. So that that's pretty good. What I what about you? What where are you at with cobblers? I think I feel like I need to have it again now that my tastes have changed because I had made a peach cobbler for Thanksgiving one year uh, with my family and I don't think it turned out the way it was supposed to or just the recipe wasn't what I was expecting um, I I also just don't know how I feel about peaches in general like mm-hmm. I don't know I, I feel like th- I, I've had some really good peaches and I've had some really meh peaches <laughs> so I don't know I think I just need to have it again with you know, now that I've grown up and have somebody, you know, make it actually the way it's supposed to be made mm-hmm. <laughs> and see if I enjoy it or not. Because, yeah, the, what I made, I did not like it at all. And I don't even know what possessed me to make me want <laughs> to make that instead of like apple pie or, or pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie like I usually do on Thanksgiving. That mm-hmm. year I just decided to do something different for like literally no reason. So... Yeah, no, it it did not turn out good at all. <laughs> well, and what's funny is that suet now is we we use it for bird feed and for feeding our birds. <laughs> like we don't even eat it. So, but that's fair. And you know what? I I think cobbler's one of those that I you know heck I actually I would tell Nikki to to make it. She'd probably do pretty good on it. So in all honesty, so um yeah, because peach cobbler, I you know I I think some of the best peach cobbler that i've had was honestly canned peaches it was made with canned peaches and that's weird for me to say that because i'm not usually a canned over fresh ingredient type person but which is so weird because i don't really like canned peaches and that may be why you haven't liked a peach cobbler yeah so well, maybe it needs to be made maybe, with something fresh yeah. yeah well i also think that it may b- depend on how it's canned because you know it's like the same thing as like pineapple where it can be canned in water mm-hmm. or it can be canned in juice or it can be canned in syrup 
So yeah. I think there, there's so there's literally endless reasons that it could like have been that made that. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I like the syrup. I've I have gotten in trouble, um, before by punching two holes in a can and just drinking the syrup. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. It was mine, and it was one of those that. See, and this is kind of like one of those weird things, and I'm a slight off topic, but like the girls buy stuff and it's their stuff, and I don't care what they do with it, right? I just, I genuinely don't. I'm like, hey, just don't leave wrappers laying around everywhere. That's all I care about, right? Mm-hmm. You can eat, eat it however you want, drink it however you want, do whatever you want. It's yours. I don't care. But mine was if I bought it and I didn't eat all of it, or I didn't quote unquote eat it the right way, I would get in trouble. And I thought that was like ridiculous. Like, what does it matter? What does it matter if I'm eating corned beef hash out of the can? What does it matter if I'm doing it, you know, in the microwave? What does it matter if I buy a pack of hot dogs and I suck the juice out of the pack? <laughs> right? I was a kid. I was like, my brain just still like to this day is like, why is why was that a problem? They were mine. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So anyway, all right. I don't. I don't want to tangent off too much, <laughs> but I am curious for anybody out there. It's like, yeah, if you got a cobbler that you find amazing, tell us about that. Definitely. Um. But if you know, if you or your kids, or if you have kids or anything like that, it, you know, whichever it is, if somebody in your life buys something for them to eat, do you, are you one of those people who gets mad at whether they eat it all, how they eat it, what, what, you know, or, or are you just, so just, just, just tell us. <laughs> so anyways, our second day. It is National Make Lunch Count Day. Okay. So on April 13th, we have an opportunity to break a trend that has been occurring around the country by joining National Make Lunch Count Day. According to a recent study commissioned by TGI Fridays, the majority of U.S. workers suffer from FOLO, otherwise known as fear of lunching out. Hmm. Many workers eat lunch at their desk at least twice a week, 73%, while one-third have lunch at their desk every day of the week. Don't fear lunching out any longer. Taking a break from the workday improves productivity. That includes taking a lunch break. Leaving the office or even your desk for 20 to 30 minutes to refuel also reinvigorates your creative juices. Our brains and bodies need the daily break. When you return, you'll be refreshed and ready for new ideas and approaches to whatever your job throws your way. The Observance is here to remedy FOLO and help American workers increase their creativity and productivity. So to observe National Make Lunch Count Day, break the cycle of FOLO, get away from your desk, join your co-workers and enjoy real lunch with stimulating conversation, share your favorite ways to make lunch count, and promote them with your peers. Don't just do it today, do it every day. Yeah, I mean, okay, so like when you worked at Spirit and you would take your lunches, you know, what it, what did you generally do typically? Um, if I had the choice and I was excited and, you know, did it right, <laughs> uh, I would clock out and go sit in the car and eat. If I went like if I had to go grab something cuz I didn't bring something, then mm-hmm. I would probably go just to anywhere that was like right there and I mean that literally means Sonic <laughs> because I don't like the McDonald's out here because I've just I've literally had it like three times and every single time I had it I had gotten sick so I don't get the McDonald's out here anymore um, 
but uh, the other things that are over there would either take too long because they're like actual sit down restaurants or it was just too far away that it was like if I would go get it and order it and by the time I would come back I wouldn't have time to eat it mm-hmm. so I would just hop on down to Sonic and then come back and sit in the car eating watching videos on my iPad because I kept my iPad in the car because at that point there was no reason not to um, and yeah it, it depended on the day if I got because we didn't get hour breaks we got 30 minute breaks um so if i if i had enough time to finish like fully finish a video then i would definitely be like more prepared to go back inside if i just was not having it that day and i was working with people that i didn't want to work with typically lunch my when it was my lunch would be when they would be getting off and somebody else would be coming on so half the time mm-hmm. that would also be like great because i'd go disappear and then come back and somebody else would be there and i'd be like yay i don't have to deal with that person <laughs> anymore yeah uh and but but yeah no i definitely definitely enjoyed not sitting in the store eating because so many of them would bring their food in and just like eat in little room off of the registers and I just I don't know I could not I could not do that I need to get away from everybody because if I'm not in a good mood they're the reason <laughs> so it just yeah I I could not imagine not getting away to have a break it just right I mean even when we had our you know ten minute breaks I would go outside and sit down and go on my phone or something we talked about it before it used to irritate me when people would come out there to talk to me because like i am on break Mm -hmm. i need to get away from you so that i'm not upset because yeah no it's it's hard (laughs) well and yeah and and for me like you know i talked about this as apple before is like trying to find a break room or things like that when i would want to get away from people um otherwise you know one of the things that that i really like if i would go to the mac cafe um you know, and I would talk to people that I was there. I was like, hey, you know, how's it going? And da 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 da. And, and when I was in the mood to eat at the Mac Cafe, I would go in there and talk to people. Sometimes, I, you know, I'd actually get to go in the back and we would we would sit and um, one of the chefs there, uh, she was she was a sweetheart and we would sit and talk and she was pre- uh, professionally trained. And her boss, who was the head of the Mac Cafe, was not. Uh. And so we would sit and we we would we would do things like you know we we would just just to sit and kind of mess with him we would give each other trivia things so we'd be like oh yeah hey this and you know this kind of cut and we would talk about the difference between a chefinade a, a bournoise you know different kinds of mincing whether we're doing a carré or a rondella you know so it was it was we were we would go through these things just to irritate her boss you know, just just because like he didn't know all of these things and, and we didn't like that. He didn't know all of these things because this guy, you know, is supposed to be the head chef uh-huh. at Apple and or you know, at, at the Mac Cafe. So how the hell did he get there? I mean, seriously, he doesn't know the difference between, you know, fluting and wedges. It's like, hi, you know, like you just you kind of look at it and go, all right, whatever. And while we're sitting there and, and so we're. <sighs> I, I don't know. I just but when I needed to get away, I got away, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part. I told you about when my manager saw me uh-huh. and I was like, damn it. You know, <laughs> but but, you know, I would do things like when I would realize that, hey, you know, we you get an hour, you get an hour lunch. And a lot of people think, oh, an hour lunch is, you know, plenty of time. But it's really not to go to a restaurant. Right. Yeah. Especially where Apple was. <laughs> in oh, yeah. California. <laughs> yeah. 
No, ev- whenever Apple would, would, you know, and Apple rotated people out for lunch. And so you were like, okay, cool. I'll take that with the, you know, that kind of rotation. Um, so a lot of times I would try to have my lunch at like two o'clock, right? But I liked Satori's and Satori's stopped serving lunch at 2.30. <laughs> and so I would like 15 minutes before, like between, you know, calls or between meetings or between whatever I had to go on. I would call them and I would say, hey, this is Joey. I'm making an order and I need to sit down and, you know, I want to come in and, and they would sit there and they go, OK. And they're like and I they knew what I liked. I mean, they always knew what I liked. <laughs> so it was like they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, we got we got you. We got you. Got you. And it's like or they would say something like, hey, you know, we're out of Ikura or, you know, which whichever it ended up being. And it was like, OK, no worries. That's, it's all good. Um, and I really just would get away and get away. And, and like because people from apple everybody knew me mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm one of those people that annoyingly is social <laughs> and so people would sit and they would be like oh hey you know you know where are you going where are you off to to lunch I'd, I'd have to just jet to disappear because if i was anywhere too close people would you know talk to me want to join me invite themselves that kind of stuff it's like i'm getting away to get away mm-hmm you know, and it's but like but the house was just a little too far for me to be able to because a 20 minute drive, mm-hmm. so 20 minutes and then go home and then eat and then 20 minutes back. And I was like, you know, that just cut me too close. So I didn't I often didn't get to go home every now and then I would um, just because I had something prepped or I'd cooked something the night before and I thought it was amazing. And I'm like, oh, I should have brought that to work. But <laughs> I didn't want to, you know cook it at work but when i would bring something from work people were like what is that oh what you joey <laughs> like go away <laughs> so anyway but yeah i mean your job do you get to go home do you get a long enough lunch do you get to leave for lunch are you on a site like just you know let us know It'd be be curious to, to know about that and or are you like what i honestly wanted was my favorite days was when i didn't have to have lunch like if I could just get away with it and get out early, oh, I would do that a, ha- a half a heartbeat every single chance I got. So, <laughs> just curious about that. But that said, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And don't forget to visit our website. That would be stupidpodcastsoneverything.com. And until next time, peace out with your peace out. Bye.